Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. We're going back to our roots. Y'all remember how much witch magic we used to walk into? <laughs> it was really interesting um, to do this episode from the place that I'm at now. Maybe this is the little extra, I don't know, inside scoop, sneak peek that I'll share with you all here in the podcast that I don't share in the main episode. Uh, it was wild to hmm, come back into this state of consciousness, let's call it, and work from here. Enjoyable as heck and glorious as heck, but uh, interesting, interesting. It was almost like um, really honoring how much is in this this level, is in this working in the archetypal energies, working in witch magic, working in medicine woman magic, working in Hecate, right? And it's like, wow, yes, this state of consciousness, this level of awakening, like this, I don't know what, it's not level. I don't like calling levels because we think like higher levels are better, but it's like really honoring how much is here. Like how I've, <laughs> I've been teaching priestess training now <laughs> for months and months and months and months and months and months. And just before that, it was mystery school, right? With the, al- the path of the alchemist and the divine union. So working in very different states of consciousness, very different levels and very different places. But to come back here and to go, wow, yes. There is a ton here. There is a ton that someone can get out of this territory. Um, So much that relates directly to our lives in this territory. And I love it. I love it. I just, I'm, I'm like in awe of, oh my gosh. It's been a while since I've been here. It's, it's, it's been a little while. And um, I'm excited for you all to dive into this. Um, it's definitely in honor of the challenge coming up, the Rewilding for Women three-day challenge coming up. Uh, that's free. I talk a tiny little bit about it in this episode, just you know, a little bit more about why you would want to and what's maybe in it for you. But if you're at all called to the witch in any way, shape, or form, I would recommend doing it, right? Like, just come check it out. Just come commit to doing the first workshop, right? There's three workshops. They're all free. There's two live circles. There's bonus resources. There's all kinds of stuff. But Commit to doing that first workshop and just see what happens. I know committing to a whole challenge can be a lot. Like, oh man, I don't have time for that. Just say you're going to do the first workshop. That's it. Just just do the first workshop. If you're at all called to the witch and see what happens. Just see what happens. Um, All right. That's enough. Um, uh, Yeah. I just send you a ton of love. Just a lot of love, a lot of grace, a lot of blessings for this episode. And I'm grateful to be here with you all. Like, so grateful. Um, It's you all who make rewilding happen, you know? I don't say that lightly. (laughs) Uh, I mean that. These podcasts don't don't come through without you all kind of pulling them through, right? Yeah, sure, they come through my mouth, but I'm just the talking head. Um, It's our community, and it's you all that are a big part of pulling it through. And I'm really very well aware of that. And I'm very grateful for that. So 
Thank you all. It is an honor to be here with you. Enjoy the episode. This is an episode for the witches. Yeah, specifically an episode for those of us who feel like we've got some witchy parts to ourselves or we've got some witchy magic or we're just called to things like full moon rituals, new moon intentions, ceremonies, connecting deeper into earth, medicine woman stuff, right? Like that kind of energy. You don't have to claim that you're a witch per se, but somewhere inside of you, there's like a resonance to the word witch. If there's a resonance at all, even if it's like a want to throw up in your mouth or be scared and hide under a rock kind of a resonance, it counts. (laughs) It counts. Sometimes the witch... And when working in this territory, oh man, sometimes it can bring up some serious fear. And they call it the witch wound for a reason, right? And we'll talk about that, how to work with that, what is that. Uh, We'll talk about how to awaken to this aspect of self. To me, witch can also be called medicine woman, right? It's awakening to more and more of our own inner medicine woman, our own inner witch, our own inner magician, our own inner sorceress, whatever the term is that we want to use for it. But it's it, it, this is a conversation in a space. It's really a space, too, for, like, let's support that. Something that's coming up for me in this moment to talk to is this isn't which dark black magic spell casting this also isn't fluffy la la uh i don't know the candy corn kind of witch conversation it's like this is a good and proper part of self it's got a lot of gifts it's got a lot of magic and it's mostly repressed oppressed and hidden in us still to this day Uh, not all of us and to different degrees right once we start to reclaim our medicine woman, our witch, <laughs> we, we start to own who we are. You know, we start to own this part of self like, yeah, I am connected to the moon cycle. I am connected. There is more to blood mysteries, right? There is, there is more to setting an intention, right? There is more to manifesting. There's something here. There is something to ritual. Like I'm starting to be able to activate ritual and ceremony where before they had no juice. There was no aliveness to it. Like it's starting to come online. And that's what I want to talk about. How do we bring that more online? Um, How do we uncover our unique witch gifts, witchy gifts, right? Witchy magic. How do you find it? Where is it? Yeah, I'll share this before we dive into more of this topic. Um, every two years or so, we, we hold a big space, like a week-long, we call it the Rewilding for Women Challenge. And in that, we hold and we give a lot of practices and a lot of space for this aspect of self to <laughs> wake up, uh, to heal to be seen, to be loved, to be integrated into self. 
Uh, that's coming up. If you're watching this in October of 2023, we've got that big free challenge coming up. So if you're like, ooh, there's something here and I would love to go deeper than just a podcast, than just a conversation, which, I mean, we're going to go as deep as we can, but we're still just on YouTube together or on a podcast and I only have X amount of time. Um, but that challenge is more about the activations of it, the experientially journeying into self, into that territory, uh, the transmissions of different archetypal energies like Hecate that hold this witch magic within ourselves. So if that's of interest to you, and again, it's around October of 2023, uh, Go find the link below. It's free. It's, it's hours and hours and hours of diving into this territory and our, our like best witchy practices. Uh, I'd love to share it with you if this is singing. Or maybe hang out and watch the rest of this. And if it's still singing, go sign up. But again, it only happens every two years. Okay. So let me feel into what's a good doorway here. I keep feeling Hecate and that archetypal energy of Hecate. Hmm. Feel into this for yourself. Archetypes are a great doorway in to see unconscious material, to see parts of self that we've not tapped into yet. And a lot of times hearing the story about an archetype helps to find a resonance in ourselves. So... Let me feel for what, <laughs> what that resonance wants to be today or what aspect of this myth or this story of the witch. It's like this. What parts of yourself did you have to put underground to keep safe? What parts of yourself did you have to hide to keep safe? Now, this is as a child. I know a lot of women who've come to circles and they're like, I was such a gifted young one. I was so gifted. I was so connected to the unseen. I was so connected to spirit, but I had to hide it. I had to hide it for social norms, for family conditioning, for to, to stay safe. That's the witch wound. <laughs> That's little, little inklings of the witch wound, which we'll talk about a little bit more. And it's not just this lifetime. So working in Hecate energy or working in medicine woman, the face of the medicine woman, the face of the feminine that is the medicine woman, the face of the feminine that is the witch, working in there traverses lifetimes. It's a very karmic archetypal energy. So not all archetypes will take us into kind of past life territory, but, but when we start working with the witch and the medicine woman, oh boy, she traverses lifetimes very easily, right? So, She's one that will also take you into ancestral lines. So not only when working in witch energy will we go into past life territory. It's very karmic. You know, what is the karma we came into this life with? Also, part of the karma, not just being past life territory, but part of the karma we came in with is the ancestral lines that we came in with. And what is sitting in those ancestral lines around hidden and repressed gifts. 
So let's let's start to pick this apart. Let's we're gonna kind of come at this from all different angles. I'm gonna invite you to let this touch you and move you in the way it does. You can journey through this, eyes closed, laying on the floor. You might have to listen to it a couple times because I feel like it's coming out of multiple different angles and it'll be different every time you listen. You might want to journal or write things down, let inspired thoughts come, let the body do for some. We'll hit certain points in this conversation. You'll literally feel like you're a witch burning on the stake. Yeah, it's that much of a somatic response for some of us when we start to touch into this territory. It's very otherworldly. It's very beyond the logic, rash, and reason. And let it happen, even though we're just in a podcast. So again, if you want more, a tighter container, a bigger container, deeper journeys into this territory, go check out the challenge, <laughs> go sign up for the challenge, dive into the challenge. Um, but I'm going to invite you to just let whatever bubble up and let yourself, give yourself permission to move through this in the way that feels truest for you. Uh, and let, there's this part around the witch that is fucking freedom, right? She's like, I just want you to be you. And I don't care what they think about you. That's one of the greatest gifts of working in witch territory. I am just here for your fullness, no matter how weird it looks to the outside world, no matter how much they judge you. Like, I am here to support you being so true to yourself. No matter what kind of weird esoteric gifts start to arise in you. Maybe you're a mind reader. Great. Maybe you're an animal whisperer great, right? Maybe you're amazing at taking people into altered states of consciousness that heal things that they never thought were possible. Great, right? That's part of witch energy is that she just doesn't care, right? It's, you feel into like this elder crone energy. It's stunning. It's stunning, especially when we're in our younger years, right? And we're just trying to figure it out and we're, you know, self-conscious and we don't know who we quite are yet. And we're still trying to, you know, before you hit like the, the elder ages of just like, give no fucks, right? Give no fucks. But which energy can support us at any age, any age to honor true self above all else? right? Honor true self and to create a life from true self above all else, which is not trying to fit into a box or a mold. She's not trying to people please. So for those of us who I was a people pleaser, wickedly a people pleaser, like it was terrible, terrible. And working in this archetypal energy of which of medicine woman, of crone, of elder wizened woman, working in that energy, oh man, <laughs> like ripped the people pleaser right outside of myself. It's not that I'm not compassionate or accepting or incredibly loving. I'm much more that now working with witch and medicine woman energy. But it's that I don't conform, I don't abandon myself to make someone else more comfortable. That's a big part of what witch brings us. That in itself, we start to talk about witch magic. I'll get esoteric-y or as much as we can, right? You go into this territory and it's like the things that we really thought were 
miraculous and unbelievable and I can't believe that that would actually happen or someone really, a human being actually is able to do that with physical objects or with their mind or with their energetics, that just doesn't seem odd anymore, right? Like you walk into this territory, you will see it. You walk far enough into this territory, you will see it and you will experience it and those things will open up in you. I promise you, I promise you, it's not special to certain people at all. And you're here still, you got a calling. Not everyone's called to this archetypal energy. We all have it, the whole world has it, it's in us, as within, so without, as above, so below. We've all got it, we're all in it. It's like swimming in that energy, right? It's, all, it's there. But not all of us are called to really deepen into it or really open to it or really awaken to it or really embody it or really express it. But my guess is there's at least a part of you that feels like there's something more. There's something more. There's got to be something to this, this witchiness that you're attracted to or this otherworldly, or this walking in both worlds simultaneously, or shamanic practices, or you know, a deeper connection with the land, right? And all of that, all of that, all of that, all of that. So I know while I'm talking about, oh, it's, it's magic to be able to stand in our truth amidst judgment, amidst <laughs> the societies that we all live in. I mean, let's face it. Uh, they're not exactly supportive of the fullness of our true selves coming out. Specifically, we'll go a little bit deeper because we are talking about the witch, which is a feminine archetype. Most of us, I know I'm not, most of us are not living in societies where it is very supported for the fullness of the feminine to come out. The fullness of the feminine gifts, the fullness of the feminine intuition, the fullness of the feminine emotional expression, the fullness of the feminine in any way, shape, or form. It's like this part, this part, and this part are good. These over here, we do not trust. We are scared of, we do not understand. And so we're gonna want you to just keep those quiet or repress those or oppress those or hide those. Which is that? The witch is that. Medicine woman is that, right? This Hecate part of self is that. Lilith is, is that, right? These are all like witchier archetypal energies. And there's a whole ton of them. I'm not going to go into a lot of them because then we just be talking about archetypes the whole time. And what I really want to do is give us some stuff that will awaken your witchy magic, awaken our witchy magic, awaken the witch in ourselves some more. So to me... Let's talk about it this way. Awaken the witch in us some more. Like, what is that? How is that to me and how I work with witch energy, medicine woman energy, is that it's a shakti. It's a particular flavor of divine feminine energy. It's a particular flavor of divine feminine energy. It's held in sacredness. It's held in love and it's held in light and it's held in grace. It can be dark and witchy, but it's connected to love. It's connected to love and it's connected to the highest good of the infinite, all of everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like grace just flows through the flavor of the witch. Do you feel that? Grace, highest good of the all of everything, just flows through the flavor of the feminine that is the witch, right? 
So the flavor of the feminine that is the witch, I like to think of that as a particular Shakti. It's a particular aspect of the divine feminine. Now there's many other aspects of the divine feminine, but this particular aspect of the feminine, it's like a line in ourselves that we want to light up. This is a really good practice, super simple practice. Feel into the witch line in yourself. Just imagine, use your, use your imagination. There's a witch line in yourself and imagine it's turning brighter and brighter and brighter. For me, the color is gold right now. It's like it goes from a dim, dull, almost blackish gold, and I bring more light and more light and more light and more light and more love and more focus and more energy and more awareness and more attention to it so that it turns brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and that gold, it just becomes like bright gold, bright gold, bright gold, bright gold, bright gold. That's a beautiful practice that you could do every single day, holding the intention that you're waking up the divine feminine aspect of you that is the witch. Crazy powerful, crazy powerful. All right, so that line, waking up the witch in ourselves, when we work on that deep energetic, like it's like working with the raw energy, the Shakti of it. People talk about working with goddess energy. That's the same thing, like the Shakti of it, the goddess of it. You're awakening the goddess within self. It's really just a part of self. It's not other than self. It's, it's you, it's also outside of you, but it's in you. And so that part of you, by the way, <laughs> being with others who have that very awakened themselves, that innately, organically <laughs> awakens more of that in yourself, right? This is why women's circles are so powerful. This is why people talk about transmissions and activations, because it's like the Shakti in me sees the Shakti in you, the alive and awake wit. And you can lean into mine, right? I've been, I've been a fucking witch for like a decade now. I mean, I've been a witch my whole life, but I've been like an out loud, out there witch holding spaces for many other witches for about 10 years, right? So you can super lean into my witchy part, right? And just be like, all right. It's like the witch in me talks to the witch in you. Right? And then the witch in you talks back to the witch in me. So you can almost like let there be this dance of my Shakti talks to your Shakti, your Shakti talks to my Shakti, my Shakti talks to your Shakti. And it's like, you just kind of let it like reach in and be like, hey, 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 I see you in there, you magical, beautiful being. I see you in there with your witchy magic. Like the world needs it, turn it on. It's really for your good. It's really just a part of your true self. <laughs> now you might already be feeling resistance to that. It's great. It's, it's so great. And if you're not feeling resistance, fuck yeah, go for it. Turn that on. But here's where the resistance comes in. There's still fear of opening that line up in ourselves. There, there's still fear. That's the witch wound. This is the witch wound. There's fear. So if you were like, I don't know, Sabrina, right? Or if you've had any other experiences with that, it doesn't have to be right now where I was saying like, lean into the witch in me. The witch in me sees, loves, honors the witch in you. Now remember, I even said that this is the witch associated with divine feminine. This is the witch that's in the infinite highest good of the all of everything. This is the witch that's totally associated with love. So I've already told you we are not in dark magic. We are not in black magic. You are totally safe. This is actually like angelic fucking energy. It's just coming through in witch form. 
right? It's divine energy coming through in witch form. I've already said that. Now, if there's still fear, if there's still fear, honoring it, loving it, and I'm not asking you to trust me blindly, don't ever trust anyone blindly, ever. No one, no one teaching witch stuff, no one teaching divine feminine stuff, no one teaching anything. Don't trust them blindly, right? You gotta feel for you what's true. Don't let your resistance get in the way. Don't let your self-sabotaging get in the way. Don't, don't let the shadow get in the way, right? We'll talk about this a little bit more. How can you kind of decipher between the two? We're getting there. So let's come back to this. Okay, why is that line not already woken up? Or why isn't it just right here, right now? You're like, boosh! Suddenly you have this big, amazing Shakti awakening, right? The witch in you, and maybe you are having that. Some people definitely will be. You're having this awakening of like the medicine woman, the witch, like suddenly the wisdom of the elders is just flooding through you. Like the shamanic knowings are flooding through you. You're feeling connected to the all of everything. And you're like, damn, I just need to get my clothes off and go dance in the full moon. Fuck yeah, I'm in. Let's do this thing, right? Awesome. Sometimes it happens like that, but sometimes it's like, ah, I, I don't know about this. That's beautiful. Totally accept that in self. There is no judgment. There is no judgment because when we judge this part, we will push it further away. So here's where working in mm, like shadow territory working in the unconscious is, I would say essential for everyone when it comes to reclaiming the witch still to this day. That might change as we have less demonization of this aspect of the feminine, as we have less you know, misunderstanding, less judgment around this aspect of the feminine. But for now, in the collective, there is still a lot of fear, a lot of pain. And what do we do with it? We, how do we, how does the collective deal with this? This is a good reflective question for yourself. How do you deal with this? <laughs> do you laugh it off? Do you go, oh, that's woo woo? <laughs> do you lie about it? Do you hide it? I know for a really long time, here's a confession. For a really long time, I was studying the most esoteric witchy shit there is, right? I mean, it is shamanic as hell. And I'm saying I'm in yoga class. Totally lying. Because I was terrified of what they would think. Terrified of what they would think. I was lying. I was lying. <laughs> so that's, I'm just sharing this so that we can just be so all accepting of what it is that we do that actually denies this part of self. How it is that we're still, maybe we're still scared of it. Like, ooh, I don't know about turning that blackish gold line into a straight up gold line. I don't know. I don't know the evil associated with it. Many of us, even though, right? Even though we are so called to this part of self, we're so called. It's just innately, naturally in us. It's like your fucking intuition. That's, that's a big part of what medicine woman and what witch is. It's like your feminine intuition. Your sixth sense just wants to turn on, right? Your oracle, your visionary. You just know what you know, but you don't know how you know it. It all wants to turn on. But we still somehow weirdly, deeply, hiddenly believe that that's evil, that that's bad. 
that we're misusing power. That is a big one. This is a big one. Now, it takes oftentimes much more than a fucking YouTube conversation to get into the depths of this wounding, right? This conversation is just to simply kind of point at something, right? Kind of point at something. The bigger the magic in you, the bigger the wounding. The bigger the gifts, the bigger the calling toward it, the bigger the denial of it. Just feel into that for yourself. And if it doesn't resonate, that's awesome. Chuck it in the fucking bucket, right? Totally beautiful to do that. But just feel for that. Oftentimes, those of us who are called to a bigger path of embodying and expressing feminine fucking magic, we have more fear around it. We have more stuff around it. There's more past life wounding around it. There's more stuff sitting in the ancestral line around it. There's more unconscious, weird stuff going on where we're denying it. We're pretending that we're not it. We're, we're doing all kinds of funny dances around it. And we mostly don't know it. Until we do. <laughs> Until we do. And then we still have a choice because it's are we going to do something about it. Or are we just going to keep repressing this and hiding this and keeping a lid on it? Because we're so scared and it's not a logical fear. It's not rational. It's a fear of, for me, this was mine. When I got to the guts of this one, it was, this is how irrational and illogical it is. I don't have human children. I have a lot of rewilding babies, right? a lot of programs. I birth a lot of things, but I have not birthed any humans. But the terror for me was if, if I open up to this, this much power, this much magic, this part of myself, they are going to cut me open, rip my babies out of my belly and kill them in front of me. They will then sew me up and make me live my life, having watched my two twin, my twins be killed in front of me because I chose to live outside the box, because I chose to open up to my witch gifts, right? It's so irrational. Like, I don't have children. I don't have that experience. No one in my family's had the experience. But that was something, and that took me months to work through. Right. So I also want to say, like, you know, if this is a path that calls to you and you're like, I know that there's more to my witch magic. I know there's more to me, like something in what you're saying, Sabrina, there's something there. There's just something there. And I'm surface leveling it. And that's OK until it's not until it's not, because the surface level for some of us will make us sick. We'll start to get sick. And a lot of times it's mind. It's the mind that starts to get sick. It's not always the body. We always think it's going to be the body and it's going to be physical. But a lot of times it's the mind. <sighs> That's something to wildly feel into. Repressed, which often leads to mind stuff. And you can look at that in your ancestral line or feel into that in other people. A lot of times you'll see people where their mind has gone sick and you can actually feel in them. There is an enormous amount of wizardry magic, of witch magic, of sorcery magic, right? There's an enormous amount 
but it's been <laughs> repressed, suppressed, and it's gone like in on itself and it's turned around and it's twisted around because that energy hasn't had a pure outlet for it. That doesn't happen to everyone. I'm just kind of giving you some different stuff. I said we were going to go in through all angles. My aim is really <laughs> um, that this will touch you in the way that it's meant to, if it's meant to, right? This is definitely not a conversation for everybody. It's not everyone's call to this aspect of self. This isn't part of everyone's path of awakening or path of coming into true self or path of, of, of coming into their potential or path of coming into their purpose. But for some people, it really is. For those of us on the feminine reclamation path, I always recommend doing some witch work, always. Always, anyone who's like, wow, I just want to reclaim more of my feminine, <laughs> you will find some enormous gifts. So medicine woman holds fertility, right? Holds fertility. There's a part of the medicine woman that holds midwifery, how you create in the world, how you midwife something into the world, not just a baby, how you midwife anything into the world, holds aspects of creation, how you can like work with creation energy to bring something in, right? Feminine capacity to create, feminine capacity to become pregnant with an idea and then to give it form and bring it out into the world. Stunning, so stunning. Some of that is held in not all of it, and it's a doorway in. So let's also just have a really honest conversation about this. It's not the only doorway in. It's certainly not the only aspect of the feminine, but it's an aspect of the feminine, and it holds a lot of freedom. It holds a lot of freedom for a lot of people. A lot of liberation. Like, let's go back to the start. Let's talk about what is this freedom? What does it free up in you? One, it frees up in you the capacity and the strength and the courage to just be you. I don't know. That's kind of the greatest gift that I can think of. <laughs> but we'll go into some more. All right, well, hold on, hold on. We'll go into some more. So what else does it free up in you? It frees up some of the... Hmm, let me feel for this. Some of the energy that we use to keep a lid on the parts of self that we don't want to open up to, right? Freedom from that. So you will free up more of your energy just more of your vitality, more of your aliveness, because it takes energy to keep a lid on parts of self that we're trying not to express. We're trying not to bring into our relationships, our work, our lives, right? It's really amazing the amount of energy that gets released and freed up when we stop hiding who we are, when we stop um, denying the power. It's a power. So it's freedom also. Let's keep talking about freedom. What does it free up? Frees up power. Beyond that, it's like a power of tapping into the source power. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of why witches got burnt at the stake, at least my theory of why witches got burnt at the stake. It's not that they were just like tinkering around with some voodoo dolls that had no magic. It's that they actually were plugged in to a lot of fucking power. I'm sure some of them were misusing it. Do I think they need to get burnt at the stake for it? No. Do I think that a lot of witches then and now could clean it the fuck up? Yeah. Yeah. I really, really do. I really do. But to deny the power 
because we're scared of misusing it, to me, that's an atrocity. That's an atrocity. It's also extraordinarily painful. So it's, let me open up to the power. I'm literally opening up to the power of life force. I'm opening up to the power of creation. I'm opening up to all kinds of alchemical powers. Power of magnetism. Like, that's a lot of power. It's a lot of power. Let me open up to that and let me wield it with love. That's, the, that's what the world needs the most is fucking love. Love. Now imagine you're tapped into love, holding the highest good of the infinite, all of everything, and you've got that much juice running through you. You have that much power moving through you. I don't know if there's anything else that's going to save this world from the state that we're in right now, right? I don't know. I don't think that it's a coincidence that it's Earth that's struggling right now. I don't think it's a coincidence that we're watching global warming. I don't think it's a coincidence that this much attention is on Gaia, Mother Earth, the feminine archetypal energy of the feminine right now. Who's the caretaker of the feminine, of Gaia, of the earth? Who's totally connected to all the rhythms, all the cycles? Who's connected to that? Medicine woman, the witch. That's what she plugs into. That's what she works with. She works with earth. She works with the elements, with the wind, with the weather. She works with all of it, the elementals, the sprites. She works with nature. Right? That's, that's an aspect of her. And you can feel into, you know, however that feels for you. Um, but there's a link there. And to me, it's like far out. If more of us who really hold in our hearts this, like we're heart warriors, you know, we really hold, hold in our hearts hope for a better world. I mean, how many fucking people came into this life like, I want to change the world. And, and the people who really hold that, they're holding it from a place of, I want to make it better. Like, I want to make it more loving, more kind, more compassionate. I want to make it a higher vibration. I want to make it more light-filled. Like, this is, this, there's a better way of existing, y'all. There is a better way of treating each other. Now, imagine all of those people, which a lot of those are called to the witch, right? Why are we not plugging into our power? Why are we just talking a good game, but we're not plugging into the power and learning how to wield it? Learning how to wield that power out in the world in your unique way, right? Because your unique witchy way, your unique witchy gifts, your unique callings, they're yours. And they're, it's only your part to play. I can't play that part. I got I to play this part. Right? I got a Sabrina thread to be weaving into this whole tapestry but you have your thread to weave into the whole tapestry. And it's stunning and it's perfect and it's gloriously designed, right? It's perfect for you, but it's also perfect for the world. So can we weave our threads even more truly, right? And even in a bigger way, like instead of my thread being, let's just say my thread color is that, I was going to say poop gold, <laughs> like that blackish gold that we were working with before. Poop gold, that's fine too, right? But, but I'm like, I'm really going to weave my thread. I'm actually going to plug into the power source, and now I'm going to weave my thread plugged into the power source with this much juice behind me because I'm not afraid of the power. I'm not, I'm not afraid of the power. I'm not afraid of the power. 
And then I'm going to let it be gold. And I'm going to weave that thread into the tapestry of the all of everything. And I'm going to weave it so big. And I'm going to weave it so clean. And I'm going to weave it so true. That's the witch. That's the witch. It's not candy corn witch. It's not put a fucking hat on and go, whatever. It's not, it's not that. But when we reclaim the witch and we, we plug into the power, when we plug into the power, everything comes alive. Your full moon ritual actually fucking works, right? Your full moon ritual works. The shit you put on a vision board, it works. Like it starts to work. It's not just, oh, this is a fun Friday night girls night. We're drinking wine, writing crap on a piece of paper, throwing it into the fire and burning it, hoping that we release it. We got no juice behind it most of the time because we haven't opened up the line. Back to that practice. We haven't opened up the line. Maybe we didn't have the transmissions or the activations or the space. <clears throat> Join the challenge because you'll get them all. <laughs> if that's what sings to you, right? Don't do anything that doesn't feel right for you. Just like I shared before, right? But letting that line light up, right? Maybe it's finding the activations, finding the transmissions, finding the right spaces, Feeling and allowing and giving the space for all the fear to arise. I'm terrified of my power. I am, I am terrified that they're going to rip my babies out of my belly and kill them in front of me. I am terrified I'm going to be ostracized. I'm terrified my family's going to throw me out. My family called me a cult leader for a while. Yep, that was part of what I had to go through. <laughs> and to stand it and go like, I don't know. This is just what I'm called to do. And this is just who I am. And that's totally okay. Like that's, to that's so okay that that's how it looks to you. It's so okay that I look like I'm a crazy, batshit crazy woman flying all over the world, running women's retreats. So okay that you've called me Tony Robbins 85 times. It's so okay that I'm at family Christmas and you're asking me one more time, Sabrina, what do you do? <laughs> it's so okay. That's the gift of the witch too. It's so okay. And you just have compassion for it. It's so okay. It's so okay. And then you can alchemize it. It also just alchemizes because you have so much love and so much juice that the family doesn't call you a cult leader anymore. They're like, wow, fuck. I'm actually learning some shit from you. Wow, fuck. I'm actually waking up to some shit. I, I'm actually more loving. Shit. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> right? That. Come on, y'all. If that's not going to change the world by us all reclaiming our power and our true selves and our fucking witch magic, man, I don't know what is. To me, it's also the feminine has this capacity of the ripple effect, the unseen ripple effect. We don't work. Feminine isn't working like overt in your face ways. Yeah, sometimes like this podcast is probably a little bit overt and in your face. <laughs> but a lot of times it's the undercurrents, right? That's another huge aspect. It's the undercurrents. There's change happening in the undercurrents. And we don't need to have it in our faces to know that it's happening. And so just imagine what that's doing down the line. You, you reclaim that part of self and you bring the love and you bring the light to it and you integrate that part of self and you open all that magic that you're meant to and you plug into the power source, right? You, you do that, what that does for your ancestral line uh, your children, your nieces, your nephews, your sisters, your brothers, your and then back 
down the line, parents, grandparents, I've seen whole family lines change because one person's doing this. It's a ripple effect and it's stunning. Wow. What an awesome conversation. I love being here with you all. I'd love to be in the challenge with you. Uh, it's happening very soon. If you're listening to this when the podcast just comes out in October of 2023, um, come join it. It's a week and it's all dedicated to plugging into that power source to your true essence. It's completely dedicated to you really opening up to all that's in you that hasn't been opened yet. That's it. That, that's it. That's it. No matter how judged it's been, right? Or no matter how afraid you've been of it. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just you. It's just, it's, just, it's just you. It's you stepping into you. You stepping into you above all else. I, I choose the fullness of myself. I choose the fullness of, of my true self. Because that's the greatest gift I can give the world. Love y'all. I'll see you in the challenge.